0: Welcome to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute.
1: I'm Tierney Steele, and I was promised I could talk about Keith Moon. Minute.
2: <laughs> I'm Travis Bowe from Watchmen Minute. All right, great to have you back, Travis.
0: Uh, great last to be time here, last time for your your you as a guest this week. And I think it's the last time for Tierney as her, with her two week stay as as co-host.
1: I have I have started yeah. to smell as Ben Franklin would say, <laughs> and uh, it's time for me to hit the road.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. We'll just stay for a few minutes, and we'll, we can talk about this last minute here. Got it. <laughs> Please. Um. So this is minute twelve here on Friday, and it starts with William touching various album covers with his fingers. And ends with William seeing his entire future.
1: Okay, we have to start album by album. I will contain myself. Okay, cool, 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 cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the before we get into like each of these records, um, the the creepy handling of the records really stood out to me this time um, through because I just re-listened or just listened to an episode of Empire Records Minute earlier today mm-hmm. and they talk about um the the moment at the beginning where Liv Tyler's character caresses her Rex Manning record and then Renee Zellweger's character like yanks it out of her hand she starts like making out with it and licking the album cover um, so then to, to go back to this and just see the way he's like just has this odd
1: not poor William's fault that Liv Taylor and Renee Zellweger did that. I but <laughs>
2: well,
0: well, it's for, 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 weird. for William it's is, like... is it the Joni Mitchell
2: cover? It's that, yeah, <laughs> the, oh. yeah. It, it, the most,
0: it's, it's this other gender with our thing in our culture.
2: Well, no, it's uh, the the cream album. Like he's rubbing his finger over that, which okay. I kind of get because yeah. that looks like it has like almost like a metallic sheen mm-hmm. to it. So maybe that's what he's. But I don't know. It's just all of them. Yeah, then the, the Joni Mitchell.
1: This is a pure love that will not be sullied by Rex Manning. <laughs> <laughs> as good as that movie is. <laughs> Freaking
2: Rex Manning day.
1: That's everything. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I had any Cream albums.
0: All I have is the uh, their, their best of on CD. Yeah.
1: I mean, I've got plenty of their songs and yeah everyone who was in it but not i mean i definitely don't have that and what's the next sorry i just clicked out of it which is silly blue by
0: Joni mitchell
1: okay which i only know of because of uh of uh, love actually (laughs) from what isn't that Joni mitchell she taught your love actually that's what she wants for that's what she's listening to yeah, Joni Mitchell told your, taught your cold English wife how to love.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. I know there's, I know there's another movie where that's brought up a ton, but I thought it was the um, the kids are alright. Have you seen that?
1: I, I haven't. It might be that, but okay. it's definitely yeah because she's listening to both sides now mm-hmm. when she starts crying. Spoilers for love, actually, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so- that's what I know it from. <laughs>
2: That's another album that that breaks the the time stream for this one. It comes out in June of 1971. But we can forgive that.
1: (laughs) Uh, It looks like Hendrix is behind Joni Mitchell, doesn't it? Because it then cuts when he puts down Blue back to William. And then it goes back and it's Bob Dylan. But oh, look yeah. at that little red corner sticking out from behind Joni Mitchell.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying.
1: If it gets yeah, out of w- order, we're
0: missing. Uh, yeah, some albums, yeah. Which, which that could be the ones I was talking about yesterday. Yeah. Maybe.
2: Well, I'm. I, don't I think, so, though. think. I don't think so though. I think that red album that's behind. I think that's the Jimi Hendrix album. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's some pretty crazy editing going on. Yeah. Yeah, it it's definitely that the works. Jimi Hendrix one.
1: Fair enough. You know, yeah. let the editor do their job. Yeah. But yeah, I never noticed that before. Plot
2: hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done yes, with this
1: that's podcast. exactly what that term means.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, um, so we've we've mentioned the Bob Dylan album, so that's Blonde on Blonde. Which is, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I said about in, <laughs> yeah. in Watchmen. Minute at one point uh, was
3: favorite
0: really album. my, my, my big oh my uh, one that I found first, and I still love. Yeah, the most I think.
1: What's the Michelle Pfeiffer movie where she's a teacher,
0: uh, and the other yeah. English
1: teacher uh, says yeah. his favorite poet is Dylan, and then he starts <laughs> quoting uh, yeah. Bob, and she realizes he means Bob Dylan. Yeah. Oh, why Not, can't uh, I think
0: Thomas Thomas Dylan.
1: Yeah, it, it's all um... not the
0: po- not the poet.
1: Yeah, she she thought he was talking about the poet, and then she realizes he means Bob Dylan, and that's what gives her the idea to teach the kids mm-hmm. that like music is poetry. But it's all blurring together in like '90s movies <laughs> mishmash in my brain. I can't pick it out. It's the one with the Coolio song. Yeah, oh.
2: um, dangerous. Uh minds Mm. yeah right yeah right
1: oh my gosh oh my gosh you've saved me sir i
2: i i would have jumped in sooner i didn't realize you were struggling with the title of the (laughs) the name um
1: yeah i which ones and it's not easy chair but easy chair is my favorite dylan song so Hmm. i'm not a traditionalist
0: Um so the final album that uh we we find has this note in it is uh Tommy's the Who. Yeah. And between between I uh you know the me. <laughs> the uh Jimi Hendrix album, you know, and um oh uh Led Zeppelin too. And then pet, pet sounds and this. This this is this is pretty high up there for me. Yeah, This, this was is a, a CD, double CD that my dad had mm-hmm. that I listened to a lot in my, some of my most formative years, middle school, early high school.
1: We had, at one point, there were more copies of Tommy's The Who, oh. or The Who's Tommy. At one point, there were more copies of Tommy in the house than there were people. <laughs> wow. Because we just kept burning more copies for various, or like... We're like oh, I left it at college. Can you just make me another one for winter break? And <laughs> and, and because yeah, we, the- my dad would never get rid of the LP. So even though we have the CD now, <laughs> yeah.
2: So well, I was gonna say like if you'd asked me to, like where on that list of of the four uh, groups that you had me rank, you okay. know, on on our first minute, um, I. The Who would go above Led Zeppelin yeah. for me. Wow. I, I really like The Who. Um, but like this specific album, you know, I, I remember listening to Tommy and there's definitely a few songs I like on it, but I feel like it feels like a soundtrack to a movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, right? And Which I know it is, you know, yeah. but it, it doesn't feel like a, a music album you can just listen to. It feels like it it's meant to go along with the movie mm-hmm. which when i have no context for it really doesn't for me didn't did, doesn't work as a standalone ah. album that i could just enjoy ah. so i probably just need to watch the movie and then i'll, I'll appreciate the music more um, no,
1: you but, won't no you won't yeah. okay. <laughs> i hate <hated> no. it hated <laughs> it okay i mean d- don't get me wrong the casting is brilliant but i when you said like oh i have no context for i'm like aha and then you become a middle schooler and learn the context for certain songs. And then you hate those songs and can never, ever, ever <laughs> listen to them again. Thanks. Oh, okay. I'm just yeah. going to skip that forever. <laughs> Uncle. <Bleah. laughs>
2: yeah. For me, I, I think, uh, Quadrophenia and the kids are all right. Mm-hmm. Are my favorites. Uh, who's next is, you know, a fantastic album. So, but, so I, I kind of wondered with, uh, with it being, tommy like it seems like a a pink floyd's dark side of the moon <laughs> might um, be your stereotypical like <laughs> if if the, the sister is introducing the brother yeah. to something that you know in her words it'll set you free if, if that sort of experience that she's trying to introduce him to you know i i would have you know figured it'd be uh like i said a a dark side of the moon so i wondered if it was if tommy was a specific album to cameron crow like and that's why it is here Mm -hmm. Um, so i I think if you're making this movie and it's not really autobiographical like maybe it's you you just default to a a dark side of the moon or
0: but then I, i would say for that it's i think I kind of feel like Pink Floyd would might be even tougher to get than Led Zeppelin, at least um, for Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crow, he had this experience with Led Zeppelin. Right. That's the the, the the reason for the four bands that we lit that I, that I list that, that that you rank is because he was at least partial partial tour with them. Okay, you know, and, and in the earliest, roughly year year or two, maybe of him becoming a journalist in his teens at a very at that very young age. Yeah. Um so that's that's why those four I think and and with uh, Pink Floyd it's just it's just too far out there it's it's too you know for Dark Side of the Moon. I mean that's 73 itself. You know. Oh, is it 73? that's that's, okay. that's too too much mm, okay. breaking of this even though we've had these other albums sure. that are into the 70 71-ish area. Yeah. Well, but the one that that he ends up getting sure. this note from his sister to play, you know. Um, and it's on its side too. It's yeah. not, you know, facing straight up. So I think that's why I think she purposely placed it that way, mm-hmm. put the note in it.
1: and To draw okay. attention to it. Yeah.
0: To get
2: him to put, hopefully listen to first. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I kind of wondered are there notes in all of the records with yeah, right. instructions on be. on yeah. how best to experience them? Like, I can I see hope an older I, sister being like that. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> hope really that going that's going all out.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I kind of hope when he when he opens up the Bob Dylan, it's like okay, you know, listen to this one this way after you've uh, had a heartbreak, or listen to this one after you know this such you know whatever. Mm-hmm. So, because um, like yeah, I, I get, it makes sense that it's sideways, and that's what would draw him to open it. Because um, I kind of wondered like what what guarantee is is there that he'll he'll find this note you know before listening to any of the others but, but that makes sense and yeah. and I again I kind of like that that they all have notes and this is just the one that he's going to experience first
1: this is the one on its side I guess I should probably tell you why I asked for these minutes because okay. I, and I think part of also the decision is it's this artwork when he opens it up so we watched this this movie came out this movie hit DVD we watched this movie and the first thing my entire family, again, that had more copies of Tommy than people in the house, said was "Sparks isn't the first song on the track," which I do love when yeah. they cut to the record. It shows he's putting it on yeah, the freaking right. track.
3: Um, yeah. But
1: so, and there was this great debate amongst us. You know, <laughs> listen to Tommy with a candle burning, and you will see your entire future. And we're like, she does, it doesn't start with Sparks. I could see if it started with Sparks, and. And I shouldn't say the entire family. This was me and my dad uh, having this debate with our friends. My sister like I said is seven years younger than me so it's a big enough age gap and we decided the time had come for Elaine to become into cool music (laughs) and she had definitely heard lots of, like I said we grew up listening to all these classic rock stations. This was a whole thing. In fact, one of her favorite songs as like a in the car seat kid was uh another brick in the wall Mm -hmm. because she loved the screaming wrong do it again um (laughs) and so yeah i mean she was like a toddler quoting like i can't eat my meat or whatever you know (laughs) so she was aware of it but she wasn't into it she was a kid you know she's wearing a neo pet shirt and running around the house in glitter and so I, being the cooler sister, and I had the teen room upstairs in the finished, now finished attic, and I said, "Come into my room, sit on my inflatable chair. <laughs> I will turn off the lights except for my Christmas lights that I had strung all over the ceiling, and we will listen to Dark Side of the Moon. That's what I decided was going to be the first album that I played for her. So I get Dark Side of I mean." It- and it was CD, and not final. Um, so I put on Dark Side of the Moon. And then I don't remember what happened, but I was like, I'll be right back. Maybe like the dog started barking or something, but I was like, I'll be right back. I run down and I was not gone long. I mean, Speak to Me was still just starting. It was, it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But she had this look on her face and she was actually crying. Apparently, as soon as I left the room and it started, one of the Christmas bulbs started flickering (laughs) in time with the heartbeat (laughs) and she flipped out and said she would never be in my room again. She was terrified. Pink Floyd must be the scariest thing in the world. She hates all music, like whatever. She became the biggest Pink Floyd fan in the world. She went to school as a music performance major. I mean, she is amazing. She has played in Carnegie Hall. She has played all over the place. Um, She just, she ran a music and art store and it was just like, you're welcome. Sorry for traumatizing you.
2: (laughs) Remember when you were scared of Pink Floyd?
1: (laughs) Well, my dad said like, one of the weird things is it probably did kind of imprint on her of like, she had the experience of sitting in that room alone and scared, but Pink Floyd was starting to play. And like, it kind of, It's weird. I'm, like, gripping my hands. I'm, like, it seeped into her. (laughs) And what's really funny is I'm not even that big a Pink Floyd fan. (laughs) Like, I'm really not. Like, they're fine. Again, they're fine. I have songs that I love. But I was just like, that's the album you should start with. And so the fact that you were just like, yeah, you'd think she'd use Dark Side of the Moon. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Um, also, just as a follow up, when she was in high school, um, Hot Topic got the licensing or whatever, like there was suddenly Pink Floyd stuff everywhere, oh, and yeah. she had Pink Floyd flip flops that we called her Floyd flops, and that was just a delightful <laughs> year and a half or what, however long she had them for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why I asked for this for this minute for this week. I was just like, no, you don't understand. I actually this to someone I looked at my sister and I said we're gonna make you cool now come with me (laughs) that's awesome it was so and then she got really into it it was so much fun like having parents and siblings and my dad's you know siblings one of his sisters was in a band and her kids cut a CD at one point and it was just like it just all like circled around you like it was just in the air this sort yeah. of thing
2: hmm. so I, I have a sister who's four years older and so the music she would play you know if i was if i happened to be in her room like she would you know play uh well, what new kids on the block um stuff like that um and you know debbie gibson like i Debbie Gibson it was my first love because Aww. she had the cassette with her picture on it and that was like I would, you know, you know, I was probably You'd make out
1: with it when it yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's why you really feel uncomfortable. You're just projecting.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: Um, so, so the only other thing I would want to say about uh, Tommy for me is is uh, you know from a personal nature, it's it's just you know I, as I said, I mean it's just kind of the one that uh, you know I I was most out of all of these that I was most familiar with as as a kid as early, earliest on, and I just really you know with with your point your 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 take on it, um, Travis, you know for me I mean I I mean I really poured over the uh, the lyrics that were inside the CD liner you know notes, oh sure you know and and so i so i got the story i under i i had a take on it you know without having seen the movie okay. at that point mm-hmm. that's for sure um and you know i got past some of that icky stuff yeah i said okay well i mean they're you know their lyrics their songs you know it's not it's mm-hmm. not something that's really happened well i mean it has really happened is the unfortunate thing that i certainly know
1: now you you understand they're telling yeah. a story yes like oh yeah. They're right. they're
0: building to something with this, oh, yeah. but but the use of sparks for this is I mean because that um. was that was something definitely a, a track that I was drawn to and I, I really loved the way it sounded and and it's uh, the way the way William here stands you know it's it's a uh. it's a, it's kind of a special thing there, I think that that Cameron Crowe just remembers just like what he is looks this almost <laughs> a little <laughs> this, yes exactly. He's take, like a taking taking the back you know. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's kind of what I had, you know, listen, especially listening like on headphones that my dad had, you know, the big, the big over the year, mm-hmm. old, old style head, headphones back then. The air traffic controller.
1: Oh. God, yeah. you never forget your first pair of headphones, do you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um. He and he puts he puts the record on, and there is there is uh that uh, the the biggest thing you can see is the Decca label. Mm. Yeah. You know, well, and actually, you you already said what, what what the note said. The the other thing there is that there is the packet of matches sitting right there mm-hmm. in the cover too,
1: which is terrible for the record. Thank God yeah. he opened oh, his yeah. bag right away.
0: Yeah, a thick <laughs> a thick uh, book of matches like that, and we see him using that as well. But but I was saying uh, the the word Decca is there. That's the big uh, recording label. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't I don't know if I love the the Visual storytelling here with the really? uh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think the way we see the Decca, it's rotating. You know, this album is is spinning, and then we see that like repeated a few times, and then at a it's, it's point, faded over each other. Yeah, yeah and, and then it, different it, towards so. towards the end, then you get William is like also faded in into one of these layers, and I I think I don't know, I, just as a I don't know storytelling method of of showing him listening to this. It just I feel like maybe and and, and I don't I don't remember what comes next like after this set of minutes. Yeah. It's it's been a long time since I've watched the movie, um. So I don't remember. Does this transition into him being? Uh, Grown up or yes, fifteen years exactly. old? Okay.
0: Yeah, because it's showing so I,
1: his uh, notebook, and I so thought it did.
0: A, so... after five years of yeah. listening to this music okay. and finding more, and and especially like I mean, the the other thing besides his name, you can see here is uh, yeah, like second uh, four four with well, four seconds left, so fifty-six seconds in. Uh, Black Sabbath, yeah, you know it was written, uh, and that's an important part, I think, of what's coming up as well. Let's. Whoa. There's something going on there with that being the one band we can see at least this
2: far in to yeah. this next scene.
1: I could see if this transition yeah. doesn't do it for you. That that's so I fair. think
2: I yeah. I would and maybe I'm just thinking mm-hmm. stereotypically or uh, you know what's been done maybe too many times. But I could almost prefer maybe like you you show him listening to it and maybe it starts to. Like like you said, he he may, might look a little like well, what is this? But maybe you start to zoom in on his face slowly, and and maybe go into his eyes, and then you pull out, and it's adult or not adult, but it's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Patrick Fugit. You know, like uh. maybe it's just something like that, some other transition into him aging and still listening to this music or some music, um, and you can tell like he's he's filled those those few years those four years has has been filled with listening to this music that his sister left him
1: you know it's too bad because i love the image of him smiling at the candle which yeah just you know again dear listeners this doesn't work i mean not that i've burned sacrificed many candles trying to do this but it doesn't work just a heads <laughs> up but i i I would be willing to lose that little smile if what they did was they stayed on the close-up of the record player and you heard him striking the match and lighting the candle, mm-hmm. and yeah. then it like faded or transitioned or something to the to the modern to the '73 stuff.
2: Yeah. I think it's for me. I think it's just the overlapping of the the multiple spinning
1: yeah. Who
2: albums. You know, it just just visually, it just doesn't do anything for me. Um I do like the him lighting the candle and stuff. I think you easily could keep that, but it, it that seems like... to me like he,
0: you know what Cameron Crowe I I guess maybe your and and the the unnamed editor that I'll <laughs> look into <laughs> here shortly. Um uh it's it, it's it's just this uh kind of trying to invoke some kind of psychedelic experience. Yeah, But f- for what magic. we know for the whole movie is the the drug thing throughout the movie that it's you know it's really not there so it's 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 i think it's saying you know you can you can have these psychedelic experiences without drugs just by oh sure to
2: music
1: oh god yeah. yeah
2: i have time traveled listening to um Radiohead's um paranoid android is that the album name or is that the song No, nah, that's a song
0: on the oh, yeah. okay computer
2: okay oh, thank you okay computer I, I mean i have like lost time listening to that in yeah. album in one sitting and and not and just kind of zoned out and not you know and lost track of like where i was which i mean this was years ago and i was at work so i definitely didn't get anything <laughs> done for that hour plus however long that album is but um but yeah i yeah I've, I've been transfixed by my music like that so
0: um, the only other thing I'd like to mention, with you know the, the visual nature of the uh, of him putting the record on and, and moving the tone arm over, mm-hmm. and it and it does zoom in on the the um, this I think it's I think it's kind of like a knob at the end of the tone arm this and this S and P that are yeah. that are there. Um, I, I guess that's you know <laughs> that's for the short play setting. Maybe
1: oh. I'm yeah. thinking.
0: And on the other side, you know, on the multiple, multiple other sides, there's your EP and your LP and so forth, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Well... But it'd be great if someone, one of our listeners is more aware of that kind of stuff. I did try to figure it out a little bit online, but not well, much was is coming. that
2: on the... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah,
1: cause the... Be- because
0: the... Because the other big part of playing the records with, with your different types of length plays is actually the, the Revolutions yeah. uh, setting. That's so not this has the, the switch no, is no, actually just
2: weird on that arm. That's
1: yeah, interesting. Yeah, maybe that's what I assumed it was. Or if it's a
0: different type of needle, that mul- multiple needles that yeah. pop in up and down, maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if neither yeah, if of you good. are too aware, then uh, I'm definitely looking towards the
2: listeners. Yeah, I don't to help I, out a little.
1: Yeah, I just assumed, and in my brain, I because I was a child of the VHS and I'm like, Oh yeah, slow, slow play. We're super long play. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, wait, no, yeah. that's not yeah.
2: the same. <laughs> See when I was, I was probably about William's age here and I, I was playing with the family, you know, uh-huh. record player, which, which was in this cabinet. It's like had the record player was on top with a, a glass lid that lifted, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, up or whatever. And then underneath that, it had like a cassette deck and then maybe something else, the, uh, at the bottom, ha- held all the uh, you know all the records, mm-hmm. and this thing never got used. Like we did, my parents just never played these these albums. So I mean, I I could vaguely remember some of the albums that they had. So I'd I'd love to you know I'd, those are long since gone. But mm. um, but when I was playing with this record player, you know I I pulled the needle out. Like, just, just oh, completely yeah. plucked it right out of the, uh, the what do you call it, the tuning arm? The tone arm. Tone arm. Tone arm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it rendered the whole thing basically useless. But, again, this thing never got used, so I don't even think it went noticed.
1: But, oh, God. What am yeah. I, one of the first things of video of me ever is I just learned to like stand on my own. And I was doing that bopping thing where it's like, look, she's dancing. But like, I'm really just kind of like slightly bending my knees and not falling over. And it's my dad putting on a heart's Barracuda to try and get me to do that for the video camera. (laughs) Nice. That my uncle had brought over. Yeah. I remember, God, that was my first thing that I was obsessed with with science was learning how records were. I remember it being a very serious thing of like learning how to clean the record with a little Uh brush to spin Uh it and that you never touch. And, and that's why I liked CDs because I could hold them. And I, my hands weren't big enough to hold the records, like Uh by putting one hand on the label and the thumb on the side. But I remember getting less lesson cleaning it. And then my dad explaining how the bumps worked and how that was changing to sound and just being like, absolutely fascinated by that. Yeah. Again, the poor kids these days have no idea what I'm talking about.
0: Uh, well, Is there anything else for this minute, you guys? You think? Um,
1: we have to leave. The music is so good.
2: <laughs> I, they're, on the notebook itself, I feel like we see the letters that will spell out Lester Bangs. Oh, yeah. 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 And I don't know okay. if that's like if that's something is, is that a name that he would know mm-hmm. at, at oh, this point, yeah. you know? Because it's well, like cause... less B A. Well, at, yeah. at the point of five years from now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not young William, it, it, but it is. Yeah. Okay. yeah,
1: teenage William. Yeah. is reading him. Mm-hmm. I guess I got to go back to suicide is painless, don't I? <laughs> oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, and those are my requested minutes for
1: for your show. I I love Mash. I'm I'm yeah. I'm teasing, and it's funny because 73, we're connected. That's when the oh no, 72 is when the show started, but it would have been on. <laughs> William could have been watching Mash. Yeah.
0: Okay, so um, uh, and last week I think we talked a little bit with Tierney about uh, her history. We've heard even more, I think, this, this week with her, too, um, <laughs> yeah. why she requested some of these minutes here. Um, yeah. But, uh, Travis, what's your history with the movie? You've, you've, I think you've given little hints.
2: Um, yeah, I don't have an extensive history with yeah. Almost Famous. Um, I, For some reason, I, I must have seen maybe from the middle or the second act on until the end of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely reckon, uh, remember, you know, big scenes, uh, that are, are, you know, still to come from the movie. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've seen parts of it, but these minutes, you know, were definitely new territory for me. And I'm, I had, a, you know, all, all mapped out this weekend that I was, yeah. I was going to set aside, you know, two hours to watch the movie mm-hmm. Um, and then that like window, that two hour window kept getting like shoved aside for other, you know, activities this, this weekend. So, um, I didn't have a chance to, to, you know, properly watch the movie. Um, so I'm, 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 these minutes have left me wanting more. So I definitely, (laughs) um, I'm really curious about like, uh, what came before the, the, this 10 minute mark that we started with, you know, cause I don't, I can kind of guess what, what the, the family dynamic is with uh, the three characters we have in, in these minutes. And, uh, but yeah, for some reason, I just never saw the first part of this, the movie. Um, yeah, wow. So um, yeah. I, so I think I'm going to definitely check it out and it, it it should work out perfectly. You know, I can, uh, watch the movie got a got a little time before uh you start releasing these episodes so All i'll right, be yeah. i'll be ready to go once uh <laughs> you know once the minutes start dropping i'll be uh i'll be a an almost famous expert
3: <laughs> yeah
2: that's great to hear that uh, yeah you're you're more
0: interested uh yeah yeah and seeing it
1: but we'll never be as expert as you okay.
2: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> um okay well yeah great thank you um so, yeah, so this is the end of this uh fourth week here. We've had uh, the two weeks with Tierney and one with Travis, and I think I think we will probably be having Tierney back a little bit mm-hmm. hey travis if you're if you're up for it at that point you'll
2: it'll be some point after maybe, you yeah can get yeah, back in if uh, you're up for it, yeah if you, if you ever need me, just just let me know.
1: We'll get you refreshed. we'll get the band back together, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Right.
2: laughs> Um. So this was uh,
0: minute twelve, and so great to have both of them on, Tierney and Travis. Um, and we'll be back next week, uh, minute uh, thirteen. Oh, and uh, the one other thing, uh, similar to what we did for Watchmen, I, I do want to uh, give the big the big shout out to uh, the Godfathers of of the movies by minutes formats, uh, Pete and Alex, with their Star Wars minute, and check out moviesbyminute.com. And just a little plug uh, uh, of of my own, in case you're not aware, For uh, uh, on Twitter, we have our handle at Almost Famous Min. And we also have our uh, Facebook uh, page, of course, uh, Almost Famous Minute. Watch Facebook.com slash Almost Famous Minute. And our group there is the uh, Band-Aids listener group. Next week, uh, Monday, we'll be back with Minute 13. Until then... It's all happening.
1: It's It's all happening. happening. I am a golden god.